0: Hi friend, this is Georgian Banoff and I want to welcome you to my podcast, The Cost of Freedom. In today's podcast, Georgian begins by talking about life in communist Bulgaria and how he risked everything to find freedom. Landing in the United States, he pursued all of his dreams only to find them collapsing. That is when he asked himself, I risked my life for something beautiful and worth believing in. What have I done? Why don't I still feel free? Listen in as Georgian walks you through his discovery of what true freedom is. Really is, and why that freedom can only be found in Christ. Welcome to the episode one of my podcast, The Cost of Freedom. Well, to start, let's define what freedom is. This is going to be so awesome because freedom is one of my favorite words. And as you can tell by my accent, I was not born in a free country, I was born in Bulgaria. And that was communist country. So that's why I started my journey of life started in that condition where my parents uh, from this, uh, my parent generation has lost the freedom that they were. They were free society like America, but they have lost the freedom. And so I was born in a place where uh, people were not free to speak what they wanted to speak. Our thoughts were controlled. Our actions were controlled. Everything was under the control of the communists. The only place you can feel, yeah, you're okay if you do exactly what the communist government tells you to do through all their uh, propaganda and books and so on and so forth. So I got to tell you, by the time I became a teenager, I began to get sick and tired of people telling me what to do. And eventually, it was a big journey, but eventually I managed to escape from a very, in a very dangerous way, actually. People lost their lives running across these iron curtains, these borders, heavily guarded. But I made it, and I was so excited. I finally came to a free country, and of course, America welcomed me as a, to as a political asylum. And I arrived in America all the way to the West Coast. Uh, rock and roll was on my mind, and I wanted to continue with that uh, rock and roll career. And then, when I begin, when I arrived to New York, uh, I mean, to, to Hollywood, I realized uh, that how come I don't feel free? I mean, here I'm, I'm in America, and I can do what I want to do. But somehow, I am lost and I'm lost because the freedom that I thought will, will happen to me when I came to this free country. Just wasn't there. And I was like really, really wondering, did I make a mistake? I mean, I can't go back. I got to go back, go to prison because I escaped. I broke the law. So what do I do now? And at this perfect time, in the right time, when my dreams collapsed, I met the Jesus people on the streets of Hollywood. And eventually, they invited me to their little house and began to talk to me about Jesus and of course, I did not believe that there is any God at all. You know, I was trained to believe there is no God. And so they realize I'm completely lost. I have no faith in God at all. I'm like complete atheist and my mind, I was brainwashed. So they stopped talking to me, begin to feed me and love on me. And after two months of that, I finally says, okay, I can't take this anymore. I, I'm going to get get out of here, but just in case there's anything to this uh, thing that they're talking about, this God, this Jesus who existed, I says, I'll give it one chance. And I went away from their house up in the mountain and says, is there God? Does God exist? God, do exist? That's what I thought. I said it, and boom, the moment I said that, I felt this, I don't know how to describe it, only like a canopy of some sort, like a like a tent of some sort. And it was just like thick. I could feel it. I can't see it, but it's just right there. And the the more I talked to what what the, what is this? You know, the thicker it got, and eventually the faith that there is a God shot through me and and I tell you, I collapsed. I experienced actually God, the existence of God, I experienced that. I didn't know what he's like and who he is or anything like that, but I experienced him. And and that was my first day with the very first time I experienced that there is God. And I kept saying, I want to know everything about this, God. And my Jew, my uh, Jesus people, friends, man, they just were so excited and they loved me. And they asked me, says, ask him to... F- fill you with the Holy Spirit which I did and I, wow that was another experience Of I mean I don't know how to describe it but all I can tell is this one thing to get Georgian out of communism and it's a whole another thing to get the communist out of Georgian only when I believe that there is a God and I got filled with his spirit and his presence inside is when I felt freedom for the first time it was actually a spiritual freedom for the first time. But it was so touched me that I was excited, I was shouting, I was happy, I was rejoicing. And the first thing I wanted to do is to read the Bible, because the Bible was confiscated in my lifetime, and the, the, the communists want to make sure that we don't see the Bible, because the Bible is dangerous for the communists. Because the Bible tell you the truth, and the truth will set you free. Wow, freedom is such a beautiful thing. You know, the more I get to know the Bible and the Word, and uh, the that was my journey. And, of course, I'm wowing at this beautiful country of America, and it's like externally and internally, I begin to experience the freedom of uh, people not controlling you, government not controlling you, police not controlling you, they're guarding and protecting you, but not controlling you. And it was like... Guys, I have to tell you, it, it was so radical change for me from where I was to, uh, uh, you know, grew up in this communist society and now in this beautiful free country. And now with Jesus in my heart, I begin to find out all about what he what he did. And, and uh, it, the Bible says, for freedom, Christ has set us free. This is Apostle Paul writing in the book of Galatians, chapter 5, verse 1. So, uh, But right away, he says, stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. Apparently, there's a whole group of churches in, in the Galatia area that Paul started, uh, was started beautifully, seated in heavenly places, enjoying miracles, healing, signs of wonder, without any effort. It happened spontaneous as he introduced them to the gospel, to what Jesus is, they, they became set free from darkness, from sin, and from the power. And they began to flow in the gift of the Holy Spirit and the presence of the Holy Spirit. And and then, and his absence, some well-meaning fathers-in-law came from uh, Jerusalem, apparently, who were still in bondage and and and, and pushing, pushing to these young Christians, uh, again, the old law of Moses and everything, and confused them and... Uh, they eventually lost that sense of being one with Christ they lost it and that's thankfully they had Paul as the as a father boy boy do we need fathers like that today spiritual dads who are not just preachers but who also uh, raise us up spiritually mentor us and and take time with us and explain to us uh what the scripture is all about well that that's how God started with my journey. I mean, my first year with God was was so amazing. To this day, I'll never forget. It's kind of like a honeymoon with God. Literally, guys, eight to ten hours a day, I would spend time with the with the, reading the the Bible. Not just reading, but experiencing the Bible. It's like like God got me inside that that uh, world of, of of and the stories became like a movie. I could see it. I was in there. It was just amazing. And, and of course, I was single, and, and I didn't have any responsibilities. I was an immigrant. I, I just have a few friends. I didn't know anybody, really. And that was the perfect condition where I began to know the Lord. I got to know Him. And, and as you know the Lord, the freedom starts to grow. You begin to realize what freedom is. First of all, um, uh, we're just going to define... Um, you know, throughout throughout the the podcast we're gonna defining freedom because the freedom is at stake nowadays. Uh today we have a, a totally different situation than I was uh when I arrived here in a, in the mid seventies. Completely different situation. And I'm in disbelief, guys, as I'm seeing and hearing how uh the freedom in our nation is deteriorating slowly but surely and these same very same communistic Marxist the theories and are being actually uh, preached here through the media, through the TVs, through everywhere. It seems like they're, uh, they're propagating. Oh, socialism is so good. Oh, communism. I go, what? Are you serious? It's, it's demonic. It's evil. It, it, this system is, is corrupt, wants to enslave people. But because America doesn't really, I guess, know what it is. I know because I grew up without it. And and uh, but you know when when I came here, I uh, I realized that really the freedom is uh, inside. It comes from Jesus only, and and that's the beautiful thing. And also I realized that this freedom uh, is not only a beautiful thing, but it's also costly. It costs God himself. He gave himself. When Jesus is God. Of course, he's he's also fully man, but also he was fully God. So when he came to, to set us free, he gave himself to set us free. Now, I'm getting ahead of myself, and I want to start with the beginning where God started teaching me about freedom. And the beginning is the beginning of the Bible because I I, I started with the first, you know, right from the first page of the Bible and in the creation. Genesis 1 and 2 and 3 is about the creation. And and we see how God, after he, you know, created the, the, the water and the sky and the trees and the birds and everything, he finally, he says, okay, now I'm going to create man. I'm going to create mankind. And God... Uh, says let us mean father son Holy Spirit the Trinity the talk and is let us make mankind in our image means to be just like us Genesis 1 26 uh, God created us the human beings just like him so he could have fellowship with us he could love on us and express and can share His greatness and His glory and His goodness and His freedom because God is free. God has never been bondage to anything. Uh, God is the ultimate freedom, if you want to say it that way, because the Spirit, where the Spirit of the Lord is freedom. The Spirit of God is the epitome of liberty. Woo! I can feel it right now. And so, now, when he created the Garden of Eden, and Adam was inside the Garden of Eden, uh, uh, Adam and Eve, and then he says, now, look, you could uh, eat from any of the trees, you could, you know, enjoy it, garden it, you know, till it, and protect it, and, and guard it, but he says, one thing you don't do, do not eat from that tree uh, in the middle of the garden of knowledge of Good and evil, now the knowledge of good and evil um, it's not like God did not want him to to know good and evil, but he did not want him to experience good and evil. He wanted them to know like he knows good and evil. God knows good and evil, but he is not partaker of evil at all and his good is real good and so of course, now all of a sudden we have the the threat of freedom Satan himself. I and mean, apparently that's why he told Adam, hey, guard this garden. What is the garden? Well, here comes a talking snake, talking serpent. And Satan uses that serpent to really question Adam and Eve about what did God really say. He didn't say, oh, no, God is wrong. Don't listen to him. He says he just has a question. He says, did did God really say that? that you know, he was twisting things. Uh did God say you will die? Oh, you will not die. What is going to happen is God knows that actually when you eat this tree, your eyes going to get open and you will be just like God, knowing good and evil. Here we go. And they bit into the lie. They bought a hook, line, and sinker. And what happened to them? That God warned them that will happen. The day you eat of this tree, of this knowledge of good and evil, that day you will surely die. Now, of course, reading uh, in the next pages of, of uh, the Bible, the book of Genesis, we realize that Adam and Eve didn't die. I mean, they lived over 900 years. So it wasn't a physical death that they experienced. But what was it? Well, it was separation from God, death separates and so um, they were separated from God that very moment because God is pure and holy, righteous has, he has no fellowship on righteousness, no, what fellowship is, is demons with, with the, whole, the spirit of God in the temple, none so the moment they uh, partook of that lie, of that deception the moment they experienced that good and evil that very moment they were separated from God and immediately, uh, there was this shame, this, this, this confusion. They, they lost their, uh, uh their identity. All of a sudden they feel, they look naked. They feel they're embarrassed. They're shame. And, and that independent from God, uh, became, it became horrible. Now they're lost in this abyss. I mean, the, 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 the devastation of, of what happened, guys. It's like, Evil came inside them, uh, like like uh, a corruption. You could say that's the word, the better word. Corruption came inside them, and it quickly, quickly uh, permeated. And and their very first boy, their first son, Cain, murdered his brother, his younger brother. So so it, it quickly that was like a collateral damage, if you call it. And, and, and the, the human race, of course, we, the entire human race was in the loins of Adam and we got immediately, that's the case when we got corrupted. So from that point on, anybody born from their, from Adam and Eve, born corrupted, born separated from God, born, uh, in dist- in, in rejection from God, and born in, 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 now they're toiling now instead of eating and fruit and, and enjoying now everything is with toil and pain. The curses fell on that. I mean, it was just everything that you're experiencing today around you is a result of what happened in that garden of Adam and Eve. They lost their innocence and they lost their freedom. Now they became slaves of Satan instead of being rulers of the of the of the world, they became ruled by satan himself that that 's how they lost the freedom so in our podcast of the cost of freedom we 're going to discuss the huge price that that God paid to restore our freedom and to uh, set us free from that dominion of darkness and from these lies and that distorted identity. I mean guys, you have to see that everything that's going on in the Uh, psychiatric hospitals so really everywhere it's like this deadly addictions uh, a sense of fear continuously nagging insecurities and self-destructive spirits so many uh, are are committing suicide it's increasing especially among young people the suicide rate is shot through the roof in the last year, year and a half and so the emotional pains and the the prison. Let me tell you, I knew what what's that to like to live in a prison of depression, prison of, of it's like a, like a in a tomb, like a, in a, living in some sort of a tomb. I don't know how to describe it, but in Bulgaria, as I was a kid growing, when when it was during the week, it's busy and you do this, doing that. But a Sunday was a, was a weird day. It was eerie, quiet, and and because church has been forbidden uh, people are not going to church afraid of the communists and and so there's just and nobody nobody wants to tell you about God because because they get oh you start talking about God you get persecuted you get you get arrested and eventually you disappear so people are not talking about God the the church, if you remember, there was an underground church because they went underground. Now, I didn't know all that because I was like not a Christian at all. My family didn't say a peep about God. So that's why Sunday was such a weird, eerie day. It's like quiet and, and you don't know what to think. You don't know what to think of yourself. You don't know what to think of the world or life around you. Oh man, it was it was terrible. I I would get into this depressions on Sunday, and thankfully Monday morning life starts all over again, and you get busy and you forget about it. But I know the mental torment of not knowing what life is all about, not knowing what I am all about, and nobody people are scared to tell you anything because uh, the communists uh, hate the truth, and they they. They they say there's nothing after death. That's it. You die. You're finished. They're they're called dialectic materialism. They're materialists. They, life is only here on earth. After you die, nothing. You know. And uh, whoa, but but God had a plan for my life, and God had a plan for your life. And I'm so glad we're in this podcast together discussing this freedom, this ultimate freedom. Uh, now, uh, when when Adam and Eve. Uh, you know, bit in the forbidden fruit and experienced the knowledge of good and evil and was separated from God, they were remorseful, they were embarrassed, they were ashamed. And God being a merciful God, of course, is forgiving God. But you know what? Forgiveness, although was there, and and God actually even covered them. At first they tried to cover themselves with fig leaves and that didn't work. But God slaughtered an animal, innocent animal, and cover their nakedness, and 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 uh, and so now, it's one thing to be covered and even forgiven because God is merciful, but you need more than just forgiveness and more than just cover. Who's gonna fix your insight? Who's gonna fill that void? Who's gonna fix that separation from God? Who's gonna feel that rejection? And and God even Himself could not fix it he could not reverse what happened and act like it didn't happen because it did and the separation took place and you know it took a long time several thousand years until god until the mature time has arrived and god was able to come and and put himself here on earth through jesus jesus was fully god and he was also fully man and he came and he was born in a virgin, if you could believe that now. Nowadays, we're kind of like, "Oh yeah, the Virgin Mary." But you know what? The shock of it for a young virgin who's never slept with a man and engaged and get ready to be to be married soon, but suddenly she had a visitation from an angel, and she's and God says, "I'll, I'll, uh, you'll be you'll be pregnant from with the Holy One," and she goes, "What? How can I be pregnant? I'm I'm a I'm a virgin, and I'm not sleeping around and." And there's no way to get pregnant without sleeping with a man and my fiance and I waiting for a wedding day to consume our marriage. And then uh, the angel explained to them that you're gonna be overshadowed by the holy one. Overshadowed by the holy one. And I'll become pregnant, still virgin? All right. Be it unto me, whatever you say. If if that's that's gonna be fine. I'm believing that. And she received that. Um, that message that good news and she was supernaturally impregnated the seed of God that the holy sperma holy seed of God came through the word of God and impregnated her and then took Joseph to also believe it and he believed it and to get it protected otherwise uh, 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 somebody who is uh, pregnant outside of marriage that's not a good they're going to get stolen in that culture but he protected her and guess what uh, Jesus was born inside a human being. Now Christ, Jesus, the the, the the son of the eternal Son of God, is now inside, and now he's in with a human body, the baby Jesus. Whoa! And this is how uh, the beginning of the journey for freedom for mankind started by Jesus, by God finding a way through the Holy Spirit and the belief and trust of a young virgin. Jewish virgin and her fiance together, they agreed and believed and receive the the good news that God is impregnated, and this is the first time that Jesus, that God came inside the human race. This is how He was about to fix the problem that happened with Adam, you know, and Eve, and and so, so now we have Joseph and Mary, who uh, through through which through their faith and trust in God. Now Jesus is born the Savior of the world. Jesus means a Savior, Yeshua, the Savior of the world. He will set his people from their sin. Everything that depressed and rejected man and confused and enslaved a mankind now is going to be set free by Jesus himself. And, of course, it took the journey all the way to the cross 30 years later as he grew. He surrendered gave himself on a cross uh, and on that very cross, uh, you know, Galatians two twenty says, not only Jesus died, but but uh, I have also been co crucified with him. I I I mean the the Greek word ego, that self, that independent self existence that that they bought in hook line and sinker, that turned out to be nothing but slavery. Now that very independent sinful uh, self existence. Is there such a thing? Can't exist without God. I mean, can't even breathe without Him. He gave us the ability to breathe. and He gave us air to breathe. We exist in Him. In Him we exist. How can we be independent from Him? It's impossible. It's a lie. It's a lie. Well, but Satan hates God so much that he wanted to enslave the humans that he, God created for His glory and took Him for His glory and ruled over Him. But now Jesus has come. And all the way to the cross, he embraced on the cross our sinfulness, our independent self, pseudo-independent self-existence. That was nothing but slavery. He took our slavery on himself. He nailed, he destroyed that slavery, uh, human slavery on himself on the cross, uh, and then he buried it. And he was, when he was raised, a new type of existence was created here on earth. After thousands of years of slavery, of bondage, of suicide, of murders, and all these bad things that are happening, uh, now all of a sudden we have the prince of peace, the prince of freedom, you could say. Now, uh, Now freedom is born here on earth. Freedom is created here on earth. And everyone who believed in him, starting with the disciples, everyone who believed with him—I mean, my goodness—they get filled with the Holy Spirit. I got filled with the Holy Spirit. And when 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 you accept Jesus as Lord, uh, if you haven't, just ask Him, Lord, fill me with the Holy Spirit too. Baptize me with the same Spirit that was upon Jesus—the same anointing, the same the same Spirit of freedom, of love, of joy, of peace. Come. Come inside me, fill me. And that's what happened to me. I mean, I <laughs> I just basically wanted it all. I wanted it all. I didn't even know all that I wanted, but I wanted it all. I discovered God, now I want it all. And that's how God uh, just, I mean, first thing I felt is I felt like I, I'm a friend of God. He befriended me. He treated me in such such a such an amazing way and that I felt like I'm, I can be his friend, just like David, just like Abraham, just like Moses. All these characters in the Bible, they allow him to believe that I can be a friend of God. This is where freedom started, guys. Freedom starts with the creator of the universe, comes inside you through childlike faith and fills you and, 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 and gives you the most precious thing here on earth to be free from sin and the power of sin, the power of lies, the power of the devil, the pr- power of uh, uh, from uh, all his bondages, the power from all curses, and even sickness, the power from sickness. God has conquered on the cross all the disease and and, and sicknesses and curses. He conquered them and give it to us, a life of freedom. Wow, I just feel that right now. This life of freedom right here on earth. And not only that, free inside, but also he wants to train us how to uh, rule through us, how to reign in us. In in Romans chapter 5 says, We created to reign in life through one Jesus Christ. Why? Because Jesus is not just a savior, he is, but also he's a king, you know, the king of kings, lord of lords. He's Lord. And King, meaning the the ruler over all the world, is Jesus. He didn't just come to take us to heaven someday, but he came to fill us with heaven here on earth, and introduce through us introduce heaven, introduce Jesus to others, and and introduce that freedom, having. Uh, the freedom is having the culture of heaven. The, the culture of freedom is, comes from the culture of heaven. There's no bondages in, in heaven. And God says, I want right here, Lord, on earth as it is in heaven. He prayed, I prayed, and, and told us how to pray. On earth as it is in heaven, in me, as it is in heaven. And, and I just, I just, when I was a young Christian, I just go, okay, I'm believing that. Okay, let's do it. And, 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 and that journey of freedom started. And it's still 40 some years later, it's still, it's still the same power of freedom and, and freedom from fear and insecurities. Sure, insecurities would want to come, but Jesus inside saying, uh, uh, don't buy into that. I am not insecure. I am not in bondage. And so you are not in bondage because I mean you. And this is how the Lord taught me. Christ in me, the hope of glory. It's Jesus who is the author of freedom. I cannot be free on my own. Got to tell you guys, I cannot cannot be free on my own, but but He is the Spirit of freedom. And as long as I'm with Him and fully conscious with Him and aware of Him, that's what the Bible keeps saying, open the eyes of your heart to be enlightened. You You see who you are in Him and you see Him in you. And let me tell you, it's not just spiritual freedom. It is a spiritual freedom, but also affects you emotionally, also affects you mentally, also affects you physically. You know, sp- freedom from poverty. Man, we can go on and we will. In the next podcast, we can discuss the, that freedom in every area of our life. As I said, emotionally, mentally, in every area of life, God wants to declare and He wants to prove to prove to us that through us He, we not only can experience freedom ourselves, but through us others, uh, and you start to get uh, effective for for Him he, through you. He influences others, and uh, I mean, through my journey, I've led hundreds and I've led thousands and and, and hundreds of thousands to the Lord. God has given me uh, this. Whatever the time was music and through music, then I'll just gather crowds and we tell the gospel and, and 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 healing the sick and and, and uh, setting the captive free. All this is Israel. and also it works in a marketplace. It's not just for church, it's not just for your closet. but that freedom works. In the marketplace, among your co-workers, in your business, and, and uh, you know, everywhere. Really, it's, uh, and, and guess what? We need to hear all that, and we need to understand how to stay in this freedom. Because as it says in Galatians, do not get, uh, you know, do not get Submitted to bondage again. Because the dark forces, just like in the early days of the Apostle Paul, they want to bring that yoke of slavery again. But guess what? We have something greater than Apostle Paul. We have God himself. The Apostle Paul says, Christ in me. And that is what we have right now. And so in the next uh, uh, series of podcasts, we're going to uh, you know, discuss in, in detail how that freedom, that spiritual freedom in Christ can be uh, effective in all areas of our life. And I can't wait because we need uh, an army of of an apostles. We need an army of evangelists. We need an army uh, in every aspect of our life. And thank you for joining. And thank you for uh, being with us this uh, half an hour or so. And I'm looking forward to spending... More time and spending, um, you know, productive time and being trained and being raised in the freedom. The cost of freedom is just uh, the cost that Jesus paid, and that's a high price with His blood, and He's it's made it available for you and me. And I can't wait to see you next time. A week from now, actually, we're gonna have uh, round two, episode number two. And it's going to be awesome. Love you and bless you. So can I pray it right now? Father, thank you for my brothers who are listening. And uh, here I'm, I'm still stumbling with my accent and everything, but you are inside us. You're inside me. I can feel it. And I just bless my brothers and sisters who are listening. Just l- let the resurrection spirit that you are, Lord, just just, uh, woo, just activate everything that you pay for. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, thank you for listening to my podcast. I trust our discussion today was helpful and encouraging to you. If you have any questions or comments, you can send me your email at gb at globalcelebration.com. I'd love to hear from you. And may the freedom that Christ pays such a high price for you to have be yours today. This is the Cost of Freedom podcast. I'm Georgian Banoff, and I can't wait to see you next week.